At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Hello and welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Eric, my man. My man. My man. My man. My dude. (laughs) Jordan, no, it's my man. (laughs) I will not conform. (laughs) Join us today. We got our sweet boy, Jordan. This is your first time that our listeners have been able to see your... uh, Oh, haven't haven't I done in front of the camera before? No, no, I don't think we, it. Uh, or you didn't use that one, right? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah I don't think it. <laughs> you weren't looking your best that day. Yeah, no, we There's finally that. we we would have recorded what three? Yeah, we recorded a bunch, and every time it's like an issue. I like the goddamn <laughs> mosquitoes. <laughs> but yeah, and also we got Skylar here. Skylar, hello, welcome. Welcome. How do you? Welcome. Yeah, today is episode 72, the Wah Energy and Weird Boys. You said the the G in there. No, I didn't. The Wah? Wah. I never said Wog. Oh, okay. I said Wah Energy. Okay, okay. Okay, you're on it. You're on your game. Well, sometimes. Sometimes I am. But uh, yeah, today is an episode all about... Uh, how orcs use psychic powers and what it means for orcs to use psychic powers and yeah it's going to be a good episode um we're going to get into it at the very end for tales of the warp segment mm. but uh yeah a lot of people don't understand stuff there's a lot of goddamn idiots out there <laughs> yeah yeah i don't want to say that but i'll say it. i'll follow on that sword for you <laughs> yeah shittiets you know goddamn shittiets shittiets but uh, yeah, so it's going to be a good episode. Uh, I learned actually quite a bit. Um, we'll get into that too. A couple things changed for our perceptions. Very drastically this, this yeah. edition. Well, I don't know if it was this edition. but For me it was. For me, yeah, hmm. um, as far as I could tell. So mm-hmm. that's interesting stuff. But before we get into it, we're going to do a quick little mini game. Mm. Wow, we haven't done one of these in a long time, Mark. I don't know if I read that right. <laughs> well, somebody messaged me, one person. He's like, yeah. I missed your long intros. I'm like... Was it Christian? No. <laughs> he did say that, though. Why? Yeah. Long intros are bad. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I, I, 
Depends on how the shorter long the, the better. Unless you're like a really funny, I'm, yeah, like engaging. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah. so, not so that's us? yeah, that's really not basically us. not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, we're gonna play uh, rapid fire. So uh, we're all gonna pick a topic for the other person, and they have to talk about it uh, for 15 straight seconds and share as much knowledge as they can fit into it in that amount of time. What we should do, add a little twist to it. Yeah. So I'll pick a topic for Skylar and we'll go around. Everyone will pick to whoever's to the right. The other two people will close their ears. So Skylar will talk this for 15 seconds about it. And then you two guys have to guess what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, so we don't know what you pick? Exactly. We'll just you put it like, on your phone. Yeah, or like whisper in his ear. Yeah, oh, yes, whisper, I, just whisper. Yes, yes. I, we, yeah, okay. All so right. I, Doing that's too much, apparently. It is. It looks odd on the camera. It, yeah, <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pick Skylar a topic here. Yeah. But uh, he can't actually say the topic? No. No, no. Okay. That is going to be the key. Yeah, that's going to be tough. But you know what? I believe in you, Skylar. I think I'm going to lose this game. I'm pretty sure I'm going to lose. <laughs> it's only 40K charades. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to start the timer. Oh, I have a timer. Wait, does it have to be 40K related? Yes, yes, yeah. We're not doing, I don't know, like your family like flines or (laughs) I don't know, whatever secrets your family holds so you two can win. Okay. All right, ready? Go. He is the quintessence of human consciousness and he is sort of alive, but probably not (laughs) alive. And, um, he is. Uh, oh, wow. That was it. 15 seconds goes quick. That goes quick. quick. <laughs> goes real Guesses, quick. Jordan? The Emperor? <laughs> no, you're wrong. <laughs> it's Marnius Calgar. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> easy. I gave him a, a nice. You guys Wait, which, all, one, which one of us was right? Not you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're wrong, Eric. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a good one. Um,. Mark, let me give you one. Okay. Let me just let me just text you. Hey, Mark, pull out your phone right now. Oh. This is good for oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, All right, yeah. you ready? Yeah. And go. They're space marines. They're blue. <laughs> And that's all I need to say. <laughs> if you can't get it from there, that's your f- Romans in Roman times. That's all I got for you. Who's their Primarch? Why, why would I know anything about that? <laughs> that's fair, I think, actually. <laughs> wow. I gave him the prompt Ultramarines. 15 seconds. You didn't is even not let al- them guess. They didn't know. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, I was pretty sure it was Ultramarines. Son of a bitch, yeah. I did it. It was okay, me okay. the whole time. You ruined it. Okay. <laughs> Do you two want to pick a topic? Yeah, I can. Okay. But, but for who? Uh, you can pick one for Eric, and then Skylar will pick one for you. Okay. Um, let, me, <laughs> let me send a, a text to Eric. Yes. I love texts. <laughs> it lets me know I have friends. <laughs> Sometimes ah. I just send myself, like drafts and they like come at certain times just so i can be like oh i have friends uh-huh. people are texting me uh-huh. so do you text yourself words of uh, affirmation absolutely and- like, you're beautiful, <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> don't listen to all those other people mm-hmm. online you're They're loved yeah. you're- <laughs> all that stuff nice you matter you matter 
You your just, feelings matter. You haven't existed. <laughs> huh. You're real. Just straight up lying to yourself. I am real. I am real. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, this is going to be really easy for Mark. Everything is easy for me. He was dead for 10,000 years, and he's been recently resurrected through the power of Xenos technology. <laughs> um, uh-huh. He a, wields the most powerful sword to ever exist in the galaxy. <laughs> These are all so easy. <laughs> Skyler, do you want to take a guess? No idea. Ruby Gilliman. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, fuck. It was Raboot G. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> girly man, as they say. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. 15 seconds go. goes I'm by. Quick. You get like five words out. I hope it's not too hard. I'm going to give you 20 seconds. No. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan's like, I only had 15 seconds worth. All right. Ready? Go. Okay. It's a um, uh, a deity or a demon. Um, His name starts with the letter S. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Actually, his, her name well, starts with the letter S. The non-binary uh, <laughs> okay. starts with the letter S. Its name? I call Slanish, obviously. Scarbrand. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It was Slanish. <laughs> okay, now we're all warmed up. Ooh, yeah. We did it. I don't um, feel warm, though. Oh, get get Eric's touches in, then you'll be fine. Now, he specifically went kitty corner across from me, so I can't touch him. That's um, not true. I was told to sit here. <laughs> Mark was protecting you. <laughs> You've, you're protected. Oh, great. Uh, That's so good. So in the past week, uh, since this record, since we're recording, Games Workshop released a massive tease. A massive, not even a tease at this point. They announced uh, ninth edition. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And for the first time ever, we are actually going to discuss that release on the podcast yeah we we never do that we never discuss releases we never discuss like fresh content out of games workshop like model wise or rule wise or anything like that did a video like yeah like a a new trailer that they they released so yeah i seen that that was pretty pretty neat it was pretty neat anyways so at the end of the episode after we've done all our orc stuff we're going to talk about that so stay tuned for that yeah we're going to talk about models rule changes videos websites teaser picks dawn of fire i hope you guys read up because we're gonna that's going to be the meat of the episode (laughs) i think (laughs) absolutely uh but yes stay tuned it's at the end of the episode okay one more thing before we get into our episode we got our community corner here so this one's pretty cool actually because it has some uh possible uh cool outcomes for our podcast itself so this is from matthew malice uh, uh no relation to malice the chaos god no no this is with an s and not an <laughs> c-r-e yeah um and is making fan content for those who walk the path of glory in the black crusade or wrath of glory tabletop rpgs so he does role play game stuff uh if you need extra rules equipment races story ideas for your chaos focused game then go to www.patreon.com slash eight-pointed-star, all one word. There's going to be a link in our show notes. Um, all the content is free, but if you want, you can give a donation. 
uh, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind that. So I'm sure he wouldn't. Mind. I'm sure he wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Um, but yeah, no. So Stop giving me money, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I do this for the people. Yeah. <laughs> it's for a gift. Yeah. People. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, cool. So he just makes a bunch of like extra rules because those books don't have everything, which it, it'd be impossible to do. Sure. So. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing that might happen is uh, we're bouncing around the idea of him GMing a one-off campaign for me, Eric, and I guess two other people. Yeah, but using his yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly, to kind of preview it and stuff. Yeah, and just to take a peek. What's what's in there? Yeah. What is it like? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I skimmed through some of it, and it's it's it looks all good. Like, it, it's not just like he wrote, like, a PDF document or something. Sure. It's like... It's nicely formatted. Sure, it looks sure. Nice. Yeah, it does the trick. It'll get you dicky sticky for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> Mine claimed. Mine. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. Um, I, yeah, you have to go to his Patreon, Eight Pointed Star, yeah. all one word, to go check it out. But you don't have to be... Uh, a member you just have to go there to get it yeah that's just where his content is yeah, yeah. well uh that's uh everything up front yeah yeah that wasn't too long no Could apparently nice boys yeah nice under te- <laughs> under four hours are we yeah, so far something like that okay yeah Good. we're well on track <laughs> okay perfect <laughs> for our previous <laughs> uh so if you guys have a community in the corner uh send us your listener lore get a hold of us on patreon on facebook on instagram go support our show do whatever you guys all know what to do you guys have been treating us real well recently. Mm. Spicy. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's get into the actual episode then. Uh, today is Wa Energy and Weird Boys. Yeah, yeah. So this is almost a part two from the last time we talked about orcs, which was Odd Boys and Odd Boys. Mm-hmm. We specifically left out Weird Boys in that because there's so much cool information on them and just their psychic powers of orcs in general. So... um should probably go listen to that episode first, but it's not necessary. I think this one would be standalone. Yeah, I think uh, Weird Boys are different enough from other Odd Boys, it yeah. seems to me, where they almost kind of feel like a, well, I guess we'll shoehorn them into the Odd Boys role, but do they really fit? There's a, there's only one very big reason why I, I say that, but we'll get to more on that later. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, so let's jump in uh, with Gork and Mork and Orcs in the Warp. Mm-hmm. Gork and Mork and Orcs in the Warp. Say that ten times fast. I can't, right, I'm waiting. I can't say it Do two it. times fast. Yeah. Uh, so okay. just as everything else <laughs> in the galaxy, Orcs contribute to the chaotic energy that is the Warp. Uh, over the millions of years that they have been fighting within the galaxy, they have manifested two Warp entities or gods Gork and Mork. <laughs> mm-hmm. While they do exist in the warp, calling them Chaos Gods would be incorrect, as they are not a part of the Chaos Pantheon, nor do they function like the four very well-known Chaos Gods themselves. Mm. Yeah. So they are real entities then. Yes. Within the warp. Yeah. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, so this is the were, big thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it kind of shifted a lot of my perspective. Yeah. yeah. We've talked about this before, and we were, it was kind of, they were something that they're consciousness just manifested yeah. but just for them exactly yeah. like what were they real or were yeah. they just beings that they just choose to worship or, right but right. no they're very very much described as existing huh. yeah well that's, it, that's it's weird. a game changer for yeah. how you think about orcs for oh, yeah, real for like sure. so there is some kind of purpose to their 
madness then yeah huh. yeah and it, it's super crazy when we get f- further into our notes like there's some really crazy stuff about that opens up a lot of like narrative possibilities yeah. for orcs i think i'm gonna start sure. playing orcs now uh, i don't really? even play 40k <laughs> I, I started painting a Nork army two weeks ago, and ooh, I'm enjoying it. Oh, it's, nice. it's fun to paint. Yeah, nice. Um, we don't know when Gork or Mork were formed, but here's an interesting thought. So this is not canon, but as we know from like Chaos Gods... Millennia ago. <laughs> as we know from Chaos Gods and the way that most of them work is, you know, you have emotions, and then they feed into the parallel reality of the warp, or dimension, I guess, of the warp. And then, like, the emotions form into a being of, you know, actual yeah. thought. Anger and attracts anger and, and it just snowballs. Forms. Yeah. yeah. So when the orcs were created, the, there's a very big distinction. The orcs or the old ones created the corks, which eventually turn into the orcs. That's all we know. We don't know how. We don't know why. We don't know when. But here's kind of my thought. So when they're originally created... They were the Quarks. And eventually, like, they were still essentially Orcs. They were doing Orc things and stuff. But over, you know, a million years or whatever, eventually all those emotions that they would, like, manifest and stuff went into the warp and actually formed the Chaos Gods, Gork and Mork. They're not Chaos Gods, but I'm going to call them that. So, at that... (laughs) Warp beings. It's just... It's it's so natural. Warp gods. It's so natural to say Chaos Gods. Yeah, it is. but yeah, so they formed these two gods, and at that point, they became the actual orcs, because at that point, there's actually something governing them all. Yeah, it almost feels like Interesting. A, at the moment that you have an ideal like bigger than yourself that manifests into a reality, like you shift. Yeah. Like something in you changes. Like, oh, n- like I no longer just fight because I want to fight. I fight because Gork and Mork. And yeah. And Gork and Mork are literally telling me to fight. And yeah. they, they're happy when I fight. And like, that's the big shift, I think. That, who knows? That's yeah, his theory. That's what I'm going to propagate on the internet from now on. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. With yeah, no I, actual reason of why that's real. Yeah. <laughs> no than, evidence to back it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just like it. That's I all. just like it. It's well, a great theory. I'll go edit the Let's Cannon pages to back me up. Don't you, don't you <laughs> the worry about that. number of times that. I've been tempted to do that. <laughs> just in there editing. <laughs> yeah. No, this is how it is now. I have 40 burner Lexicanum accounts. <laughs> but maybe if you do that, maybe Games Workshop will get We'll start picking up that lore and, oh, get, and get more interesting. coherent. Hey. I'm sure. I'm sure they listen to this for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but Lexicanum. I'm sure though. somebody from GW does. They, they definitely are. I would be surprised if, if only to like. What are they? What are those fuckers doing now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can we, can we sue them? Yeah, Maybe? exactly. <laughs> are they are they infringing yeah. on our IP? Yeah. Ooh. Nah, so definitely not what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like. Oh, Mark and Eric are so cool. <laughs> no. Not that. No, oh, not nobody that. thinks that. Oh, okay. Your mom does, but she thinks you're cool. Well, that's all the listener interactions I get. It's just with my mom. So and it's all been positive. So, <laughs> so Only we're doing great. Feedback. Five-star rating and review. <laughs> <laughs> so ultimately, we don't know how Gork and Mork were formed. We don't know when they were formed. Um, all we, we know is that they're real. They're here. They and, are actual war entities. Cool. Yeah, yeah it's so cool. crazy. Really cool. Um, so orcs but, have two base emotional traits. <laughs> like, can yes. you even see what's going it's on? Not there. ideal. Um, one is Gork and one is Mork. Oh, it's up to it, us to it, decide which is which. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bring that mic a little closer, Sky. Yeah, sure. 
So they have two base emotional traits, brutality and bestial cunning, and these traits uh, are directly related to their gods. So Gork is the orc god of brutality, violence, and war. Uh, he's the patron god of war bosses, knobs, and really just any orc who wants to fight without any mucking about. Mm -hmm. So they're just really direct about their need for violence and brutality. Yeah. Um, and while both gods deserve their spot in battle, Gork is more conventionally understood as the god of war. Like, it's not that Mork isn't a god of war, but Mork would be your more standard knowledge god of yeah. war. Just that yeah. massive, Wisdom brutal... Cunning. Right. Yeah. So, and this is another interesting thing about Gork and Mork. For many editions, Gork and Mork were interchangeable almost. It was almost impossible to tell the two apart. Yeah. Every like, action so could be described as Gork or or Mork. Yeah, yeah. And like even orcs, I don't think orcs right now know the difference between Gork and Mork. Do they? It's possible. Who knows? That's cool. Does, Gaz it, cool does it matter what the difference is? Not necessarily. Well, it never did. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Hmm. But for us outside of the universe, yeah. it's very interesting to know that we actually do know which one is brutal and which one is cunning. Mm, where yeah. I don't think that's and, ever been the case and before. kind of which um, like what they would patron yeah because like the this whole describing the patron god of war bosses knobs like yeah I don't think that's ever been yeah. stated before that like Gork specifically blesses war bosses yeah like, it might have been Gork or Mork exactly but yeah, not right. specifically so that's Mork. Then we got our sweet boy Gork. No, no, that that was Gork. Or Mork. And now we're doing Mork. Oh, so we got Mork and Gork and Gork and Mork. Okay. That's right. Mork and Gorka. <laughs> mm -hmm. Gork and Morka. Okay. So Mork is the god of cutting. You know when you say a word too many times and that it doesn't sounds even... weird. Yeah, that just happened to me. Yeah. Mork. <laughs> mork. Oh, no. <laughs> mark, 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 mark. It's like Mark, but Mork. mork. Yeah. I... <laughs> Don't ruin my name for me, please. I would <laughs> Too I, late. I would appreciate Too if you late. did. So Mork is the god of cunning, innovation, and, you know, str orc strategy. Orc strategy. Orc strategy, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's the patron god of mech boys, commandos, Gretchen, or any orc with a devious look in his eye. <laughs> uh -huh. Just a little twinkle in their, in their <laughs> orc eye. He delights in every instance of his race, shocking and surprising and bewildering uh, their luckless foes. Yeah. Yeah, so he's the god of creativity even. Like, mech boys are very creative. And, like, um, yeah, coming up with these weird things that shock and surprise the, the enemies. Coming up with guns that look maybe really small, but then they shoot the biggest, craziest thing. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Or, like, a massive gun that has a massive barrel and all of a sudden it's... A completely different thing that attacks you. Sure, that's not sure. what it is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look over here. Look over here. Then he smacks you under the table or something. Exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, that's Mork. Yeah. So Gork and Mork are said to be so powerful that they shrug off the attacks of other chaos gods with raucous laughter. <laughs> that's crazy. That is a, a very interesting line. Corn comes to attack Gork, and Gork just laughs it off. Yeah, Corn. <laughs> like so they're like more powerful yes. than they're obvious yeah. chaos gods. Yeah. It seems like, well, as far as we know right now, they they're don't like really a chaos. Care either, yeah, no, right? no, like they're not. They're not a part of like the great game of trying to right. like fight all the other chaos gods or whatever. Like or like yeah, establish dominance in yeah. the warp. They don't really care about that. They just care about having a great. They're just fighting each other. Just a yeah. violent time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. A great violent exactly. Time. <laughs> Whether that's against each other or other gods or whatever. But yeah, just the fact that they laugh at the other gods. That's other crazy. chaos gods it 
Yeah. Changes it's everything. Crazy. It does. It, it changes really does. everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, nuts. Gork and Mork don't require to be worshipped in a traditional sense, as Orcs' way of life, life is worship enough. Their praise is found in tearing down the idols and places of worship of their foes. Oh, like good Christians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So far, I mean, that's that's all I'm hearing. <laughs> they're, they're Christians. Uh-huh. <laughs> the closest thing to a holy site for an orc are huge mechanical um, war machines, such as stompas, gork, or morkanauts. Uh, that Gork and Mork will often inhabit. So yeah, these are like giant robots. Like if you look at the, if you're watching the video, $2 on Patreon to watch our video. Um, <laughs> the one on the left, if you put a model beside it, you can kind of see the big toe. The model is just slightly bigger than the big toe. Hmm. So these, these in real big, life, the model is like, you know, like it's huge. It's yeah. a huge fucking model. And those other ones are about half the size. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these like actually will inhabit the warp energy, warp essence, warp spirit. Or it's whatever almost you like want a possession, yeah. really so, mechanical possession. Yeah, but Weird. it's also like the the pilot inside like becomes a conduit for Mork and Gork, and mm. they exhibit like I am Gork right now. I'm Gork manifest for as long as this you know this contraption works or something. <laughs> Gork yeah. is here. Gork is blessing you. You know, uh, mm. orcs worship them. Yeah. And like there it's uh they work on them together. It takes like many, many different mech boys and yeah. like mechaniacs to like put these together and it's like the entire thing is like religious and yeah. sacred and viewed as like worship from its like inception yeah. to construction to them fighting with them. It's a yeah. holy work, yeah. Yeah, it Makes really sense. is. Yeah. Crazy. And, yeah, and that's another crazy thing. Like Gork and Mork actually come into the into our universe, which is very different than the other chaos gods who have never done that so yeah. hmm. it, they function very differently yeah yeah from other chaos gods yeah for sure so, um gork and mork care nothing for other races and are the main driving force of orcs war boss Gazkul meg Yurik thraka the prophet of gork and mork has actually heard from them and that the galaxy belongs to the orcs and that he needs to lead the largest wah ever to conquer the galaxy. There's a very cool little snippet in the 8th edition codex about him uh, on his warship. And Gork and Mork come into this reality. And they there's halos of green energy around Thraka. And it extends to all his warpeds around him. And they speak as one with the voice of Gork and Mork. And everyone, so on the ship, everyone on the ship falls down and like bows down as these voices are speaking and telling Thraka about his destiny. And, yeah. And like that's... That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the the question was always whether Thraka was insane. You know, he's Yeah, he took a bullet to the head <laughs> and then all of a sudden he heard from Gork and Mork. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a steel plate put in his head and now he's like, I'm the prophet. And everyone's like, like, a, like, <clears throat> like a like a modern David Koresh or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but nice. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. But yeah, the it's been a con, it's been like a toss up whether he's insane or whether he's actually hearing from Gork and Mork this entire time, hmm. but this pretty much lays it all It's like a legit like short story like yeah. that has been written. That's so. really cool. Yeah. yeah. Reading it was really cool too. If you're really interested in in that, go check it out. It's in the 8th edition codex. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, like even just reading that like it just solidifies like these are actual things like they're actual yeah. warp entities. I, th I think it's cool the duality of them. So 
in like a if this was like a human story and there was a warrior culture that there would be a male and female a- aspect to this but because they have no uh sex they're just they're still the same gods there's always the god of war and always the god of cunning and wisdom hmm. and they always have to work together in any it's mi- two sides of the exact exactly, same coin yeah exactly. how do you want to accomplish this yeah. well let's see exactly so i think that's really cool that they hit that kind of uh, um uh, mythology in that too bringing it bringing it in from our our own world kind of yeah that's really cool sure. that, they're really good at that like yeah. the the people who originally kind of came up with 40k I think two of them were like actually. I know one for sure is actually like a history. Oh, there like you go. has like degrees in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. Like you should the, probably learn his name. I, mean. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good. No, with don't names. don't give them any recognition. <laughs> no recognition. There's only one name I know, and it's Rick Priestley. Yeah, but he, I think he's more of a concept artist and stuff. Yeah. Uh, there might be another. Anyways. Uh, to be honest, I'm not sure. But like, they, like, original 40K in, like, their concepts. Yeah. Some of them were a little wacky. But yeah. s- those that have stood the test of time are, like, solid yeah. concepts. Yeah, like this. And this is a solid. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah, where, for yeah, sure. They yeah. draw like, the Emperor is another solid yeah. concept. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Even, oh, go, sorry, Mark. Please. Well, no, let's, let's be generous and offer it to one of our guests. Oh, yes. Somebody else can read point. XII. <laughs> XII, this one? Yeah, subpoint XII of A, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, even though Gork and Mork are warp gods, there is no example of them taking portions of their energy and splitting it off to create demons like other gods do. Instead, they contribute their energy directly to the orc race itself. Another extremely different way that the orc gods act. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't make lesser demons or greater demons out of their own essence. Yeah. They just collect and collect and fight and then yeah. pour and it th- back out yeah. onto their... Yeah. yeah, and this is another reason why they're so powerful because the other Chaos Gods have basically broken themselves into millions of lesser energy forms. So, Gorkmork haven't done that. And when they do like give away some of their power, it's literally to an orc to like manifest something powerful in him. More power and which will feed feed them back. Exactly. Right? They'll get a yes. return it's on that. the yeah. possession yeah. of the Gorkonaut, right? Exactly. Like, that's how they are manifesting their power in reality yeah. is through that. So. Yeah. It, it opens up a lot when you under, when you ch- shift your perspective to understand that these are real things. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I'm tempted to go back through our other orc stuff and take a look. Yeah. 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 Go to 7th edition codex and see how they, they oh. describe them in 7th. Like, uh, when was that shift that they actually became actual chaos or actual warp entities? Like know? confirmed, yeah. real. Yeah. That would be cool to figure out. Because, yeah, it definitely has happened in the last edition or two. Yeah. So this, that little bit is, that's all about how orcs uh, manifest powers inside the warp and, and what, what orcs contribute to the warp and, and how that changes. Yeah inside the warp and now let's talk about uh how I, actually i got one more thing so sure um so everything when they have emotions they contribute to the warp right orcs they really only have a couple different emotions and that's like violence and cunning violence right yes <laughs> you know so lust and hunger that's that, it <laughs> just just like men men only have two emotions lust oh. and hunger what about love? No. Nope. Lost in hunger. I'm thinking, what else have I felt in my life? <laughs> Anger, rage. 
Oh yes, okay, Rage. This that could a- still be under hunger or, or lust. lust. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, Mark, you lustfully rageful person. <laughs> so my 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 thought and my question would be, um, whenever violence is committed by anything in the galaxy, Corn gets power. But I wonder if Corn does not actually get any power when orcs commit violence because all their emotion actually goes to Gork and Mork Weird. and it wouldn't actually then go to Korn. Huh. What would be your thought on that? D- well, no, he would, st- he, he might still get some because of who they're fighting, wouldn't it? But yeah, maybe yeah, not like, from their direct, but exactly like whoever they're fighting would still contribute to, to Korn. To, but yeah. I, I, I honestly don't know. And I don't think it's ever been written. Obviously like that's such a very specific thing. But like I would imagine, like all the orcs' power does go yeah. to Gork and Mork. I, Just makes sense. I think part of it uh, comes down to whether or not you believe you can worship multiple gods at the same time. If you believe that committing violence in Slanesh's name can feed Slanesh and Corn, yeah, then I think you could make an argument for the case of orcs committing violence in Gork and Mork's name. Sure, can still give something to Corn. Hmm. Yeah, the I agree with. But maybe he's still getting something just from the the combat anyways. Yeah. But that, diff- that's all I'm saying yeah. is like the no matter like if you believe that you can dual worship, then even orcs would most likely fall under that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the the only In difference is like and we've kind of even gone through it like the the Gork and Mork are very different than the other Chaos Gods. So maybe they have a way to take all of the power cuz I don't think any other race contributes to Gork and Mork. Right, like yeah. only orcs contribute to Gork and Mork, so maybe there's some type of tie there where orcs don't even contribute to anything else because Gork and Mork are just grabbing all of the energy. I don't know. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah, it's because they work so differently than the other Chaos Gods. Yeah, I I think like, are you trying to find a reason for why they're so powerful? No, no, no. I'm oh. just a general thought. Like I, because you hear that all the time. Like. Corn has to be the most powerful. Like everyone's fighting all the time. You see, you see, um, um, yeah, orcs fighting all the time, all over the place. Right? Why is corn not the most powerful? Well, maybe orcs aren't actually contributing anything to corn. I I think like intention has a lot to do with chaos. Sure. I think you can either just live your life willy nilly in ignorance, and you know your everything you do still has a mirror reflection in the war. But I do think that if you do things intentionally, you can compound what's happening. If you intentionally sacrifice to corn, yeah, as opposed to just murdering people, one of sure. those is going to offer more worship than the other. Sure, I see what you're saying. And yeah, like I think are... if you intentionally fight in the name of Gork and Mork, yeah. you are offering more power in that regard. Yeah. than to, Even if you were to say it does do a little bit to corn. Yep. Um, but I think one of the crazier things is that, like, Krork existed in the time of the Old Ones. Yeah. Like, these gods might be 60 million years <laughs> old. Yeah. That, to me, blows my mind. Like, Korn is 60,000? No, no, no. Allegedly, if it created um, in the medieval ages. I, that wouldn't be 60,000. Yeah, it'd be 40,000. Yeah, a little over little, forty thousand yeah. years. So they're young. Yeah, be young compared. And, and to, but even, compared to Gork and Mork, yeah, yeah sixty million years <laughs> of fighting with the most fighting race yeah. in the galaxy. The most yeah. violent, brutal. Yeah. So wow. I guess maybe that's why they're just so much more powerful. They've just had that much more time. I don't know. I don't know. But I, 
I think you could go with either. Yeah. You could say orcs are different enough where like, oh, it's obvious that it's only to Gork and Mork that they worship. Yeah. But yeah. I yeah. I, I like your intention thought because there have been like uh corn following orcs before. So Yeah, like to those Yeah. Yeah. I so. think you I think you could go down that rabbit hole both ways and you could find a- examples, anecdotes of ones that you think are specific to corn and ones sure. you think are specific and then ones that are dual. So yeah. pick your poison. Sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that threat upon my life. You're welcome. <laughs> you better pick your goddamn poison. <laughs> you pick it well. <laughs> I don't like it. All right. Let's, uh, let's put aside Gork and Mork for a heartbeat and let's talk about how orcs in the Materium uh, interact with psychic powers. Yeah. So I've pulled up this slide, and a lot of this stuff that I've I can't tell up, is this World of Warcraft or is this 40k? So the one on the left is 40k. The two on the right are actually from Aegis Sigmar. Okay. Um, which is a very different setting, but I really like the way that Aegis Sigmar interprets like their Wog. artwork. No Wog energy itself. Like you can see, like the very green, like glowing yeah. energy, and like. Uh, in the top picture, you see the orc's eyes are literally like leaking warp energy or wog energy out, and then the other guy's like pulling it from the cloud. Like it's a very cool image of like this wog energy that's swirling around, um, being generated by these orcs. <coughs> yes, yeah. so what, what is, can... is warp energy ever depicted in such a way? No, never really. Like you like only a, ever like re- a wisp. <laughs> yeah, you only ever really see manifestations of power. Yeah. You never really yeah, see yeah. warp energy yeah. as it as it were. I don't know. I can't think of any artwork no, that yeah. I see like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like like that art style of just like you can literally see this wog energy. So wog energy. All orcs are latent psychers, and when a group of orcs gather, they start to manifest wog energy. The more boys, the larger and more powerful this psychic field gets. And that's why I really like to like picture this like green swirling energy, whether maybe only the orcs can see it. And that's why, you know, whatever, I'm trying to justify why I like a different setting more. That's fucked. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a 40K podcast. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> But yeah, like, uh, so orcs though generate like this, nah. like energy, this own pool of like psychic energy. It kind of gives the green tide a new meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, imagine if over the horizon, you can't, you can't see anything. And all of a sudden there's this green glow sure. overtaking the mm-hmm. horizon. And it like, it's like light diffusion or light pollution. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like the more strong it is, the more light pollution there is. Like there's, yeah, it's, really it's cool. the middle of night. Yeah. You're just a city and you're a guard on the wall. And all of a sudden this tiny little green speck starts growing and growing <laughs> on the horizon. You're trying to calculate, all right, how many orcs are there? And it just keeps growing oh, and growing. God. And you haven't even seen a single orc yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But there's this massive green light yeah. overtaking you. You're getting washed in like this green yeah. sickly light. Like I, I really cool. like that too. Yeah. yeah. And even if only like psychers could see this kind of energy, I'd be okay with that too. That'd be very cool. Sure. Lots but, of humanity uh, have some psychic capabilities, so even a lot of them might see it and not understand it. Yeah, and, yeah, or like all Eldar would understand it, but you yeah, don't I, actually see it. I, but I do I would love. like that idea of a physical manifestation of the field that is generated. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's probably not a thing. <laughs> no, it's, it's <laughs> not. Uh, so this wog energy can be harnessed in a variety of ways. The most obvious manifestation, though, is weird boys. We'll get to them a little more later mm-hmm. on. 
Yeah. Uh, another effect of this field is that every orc knows who is above and below them in terms of authority. Yeah. It seems to happen on an instinctual level. As soon as an orc joins a wa or if something changes in the wa, everyone understands. There's no like passing yeah. of memos to yeah, know yeah. who is the the current knob of your squad or yeah. who is the current war boss or what it's just when something shifts in the paradigm of authority yeah everyone just falls in line completely yeah and it, it's not even too that like the war boss has to be the biggest so they can there's like a vi- visual thing because if the war boss maybe is more like if you had a mech boss yeah yeah who would serve more gork he might not actually be the biggest but he's definitely the most cunning and that's why he's the war boss right so it's not even like a visual mork. represent Mork, Gork, Mork, Mork, Gork. Or Gork. Gork, Mork. Um, so <laughs> um, it's not even like, yeah, there, there's always going to be that visual aspect to it. But somehow they still all know through this wog energy. And uh, one way that that's possible is maybe all the orcs can literally see how much wog energy they're giving off. Just like in that one picture, like you can see how much energy is leaking out of their eyes. So you can judge right away like which one is the most powerful by the, maybe the amount of energy they're giving off. It's all crazy nonsense. It's all warp shenanigans. I, I'm, I'm, less, I'm less with you on that one. Sure. But I, I still see where you're coming from. What do you like more? What's your kind of... Uh, I like just the instinct. Like sure. there's, no, there's no reason for it. I, I, don't, I don't think it... I don't want it to be explained or anything. Sure. I just want to be like, you know who's boss and something just shifts in your head. It, it's like how yeah. uh, you want to build something while well, a mech boy just understands it. Well, you want to take your report to someone, you just understand who to go to. So that it just sense. seems like it's the perfect ladder of authority. There's, you're never questioning it. And that just seems like something the old ones would definitely make sure. Like, <laughs> hey, we know exactly who is on top. So Sure. Yeah. But I, I also don't mind that. I just yeah. prefer the other one. You're more right. But I'm just making up shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it just that makes me think of Gul'dan. Oh, he's, absolutely. he's even holding a yeah, skull. It looks and, just yeah. like it. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah like those he was a sweet are, character. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Spicy, <laughs> so spicy. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this artwork would be like way after Gul'dan too. So I'm sure it's heavily inspired. Mm. Very. Yeah. Another way that this uh, Wa energy is channeled is into the technology of the orc that wields it. Uh, this leaking of psychic power is the reason that, quote, red ones go faster. Uh, faster. Sorry, faster. If you quote Red ones go faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or even how massive Gorkonauts may be powered. Yeah, exactly. So the, the actual energy that all these orcs are making. has It, it is having an effect yeah. on whatever it is you're wielding. It makes your choppa slightly sharper. <laughs> than it actually is. Right? So the this is a actually okay. I'll wait. So the stronger the orc believes in something, the more psychic energy is poured into it. Bombs will become slightly more explosive. Bullets will shoot slightly faster. Better gas mileage, or even biggest orcs might even grow way larger. Yeah. Um, and this like really old misconceptions about orc technology we've touched on it before yeah um but we are going to talk more about orc tech and whether or not it actually works later in the episode yeah. and to what extent this power of belief actually has 
Yeah. Because it, and it definitely is wah related. Yeah. Like there's no other reason for it to exist other than the fact that these orcs are manifesting something from another reality. Yeah. An impossibility thing. Yeah. So anyways, we'll talk about that later. Man, yeah. we got a lot that we're talking about at the end of the episode today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spicy. All right. Weird boys. So weird boys, um, they're capable of harnessing the energy given off by groups of orcs. Weird boys are a type of odd boy and are weird to the max. They're dangerous, unpredictable, and mostly crazy. So listen to episode 59, Odd Boys and Odd Boys, for more context on what an odd boy is and how exactly one becomes an odd boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the short answer is it's just it just happens. Like yep. a, a wog- TLDR, we need one, so there is one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, you don't choose to be a wog or uh, a weird boy, just like you don't choose to be a mech boy or a pain, pain boy, boy or yeah. a runt herder. Yeah, it's just part of who you are. Yeah. As a wa grows, wa being the group of orcs, a campaign or whatever, <laughs> yes. so too do all the facets of that wa. They require more mech boys, more pain boys, and run herds to take care of making sure that this wa functions. Um, and weird boys are exactly the same. So when enough energy is gathered in one place by a group of orcs, there has to be a way to disperse it. It's like static energy. If you just build and build and build and build, eventually like a shock is going to happen and like... To us, it's not a big deal, but when that shock is a massive explosion uh, <laughs> centered in the middle of your orc walk camp, <laughs> that could be a pretty big deal. Yeah. So instead, weird boys uh, are the conduit for this energy uh, and collecting it in their head until it is expelled. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's actually kind of crazy. You, you imagine like all orcs make this energy yeah. and there's got to be a tipping point. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not saying you can't be a single orc alone and not be a weird boy, but I'm saying at some point it becomes a necessity. If no one in your wah is a weird boy, yeah. there will be a point where you need one or else your wah just won't be able to function, really. People, orcs are just going to keep exploding <laughs> yeah, yeah. until you get a weird boy in there <laughs> to be a conduit for this energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes, especially in new and untutored weird boys, this energy will build and build until the head explodes, naturally. <laughs> uh, this is famously called Ed Bangin. Uh, Ed Bangin? <laughs> by other orcs. <laughs> More common than not, these Ed Bangs <clears throat> can chain into orcs nearby, also causing them to become channels for the psychic energy, and their heads also will explode. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's not fun. good. Yeah. Have you guys seen... Um, uh, the Golden Circle. It's that movie with the British kid, and he's like wants to be a spy. James Bond. No, shut up. Uh-huh. <sighs> Rick <Come> Priestley. You <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Don't worry. It, it really. Uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Kingsman in the Golden yeah. Circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, with uh, Samuel Jackson. There's that scene where everyone's head is literally exploding because he put chips in everyone's neck. That's exactly how I picture headbangs. Ah. It's literally people's heads just popping off and gore and viscer just going everywhere. But that's, that's not good for the wog. No, it's not. Especially, especially terrible. It creates a chain reaction. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. psychic energy apparently builds up in orcs' heads. Sure. And so that's like. That's how do. Yeah, if your arm exploded as an orc, not a big deal. 
right? You get a new arm, you put a bionic <laughs> on, you shove a squig in there and it grows into a new arm. Who knows uh-huh. how it works? But if you explode your own head, there's not really a lot. <laughs> you can't really You're come not back. Coming for back that. Yeah. 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 Um, so since the danger is very, very real of, <laughs> of this, of Ed banging, yeah. Chan- and uh, turning into an entire group of orcs, Ed banging. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Weird boys are often shunned to the outskirts of the walk. They live in segregated communities in huts built on copper stilts. That's cool. These stilts act as a psychic lightning rod, hopefully causing any overflow of wa energy to disperse into the ground. Which is another very different thing. No other race has that that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, yeah, copper conducts electricity and psychic energy and really. blog energy blog yeah. energy maybe really they're well. the same thing <laughs> <laughs> i always knew i was a psyker <laughs> i always had a you had bang around me i'm not gonna be happy <laughs> but yeah that's so cool so yeah that they put the weird boy off to the outside of the camp and he just channels all <clears> this <throat> like psychic energy directly into the ground yeah so it, it keeps, just it keeps everyone else in the wall safe yeah I just imagine that, like, when this wall moves, they, like, position weird boys all around it to, like, make sure that every area is covered and that they're constantly just siphoning off this energy that's being created by the wall. And the the bigger the wall, the more weird boys needed or the more powerful weird boys needed. Like, it's... It's cool. It's cool. It's really cool, yeah. Um, When walking through groups of orcs, weird boys are forced to take an extra precaution to warn others that they are near. They must wear special bells so others can hear them and avoid them. They cannot leave without a special entourage called minders, which are without a doubt the most crazy orcs to exist because they're walking around with these orcs who will cause their own head and other heads to explode potentially. And they have no way to protect themselves from (laughs) it because they're not weird boys. But they like the sound of the bell. So, you know, (laughs) it's a trade off. Or the copper. Yeah. They really like the copper. (laughs) Yeah, shiny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, the... They're ostracized, really. Like, nobody wants to be around them. There was one story in there where uh, orcs, weird boys, even have trouble being around other orcs in a drinking contest because so much, like, energy is built up around orcs just banging their cups on the table, yeah. having a good time, that you might just Ed bang <laughs> yeah. from that if you're not careful. Oh, man. So, yeah, what a brutal I feel like, yeah. Like, orcs don't exactly have a whole lot of discipline. Um. No. (laughs) You've picked up on their quintessential. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Like, I feel like this must be, like, their biggest existential threat is is Ed Bang. They're old. We create too much power. Because, yeah, even if they die in, like, war, that's fine. That's a good death. They enjoy that. Yeah. But to just explode your head for wog energy that's not good yeah Yeah. boring that's bullshit boring yeah Yeah. uh yeah so they have bells and special entourage to keep every every orc safe um while every other boy in orc society can be content where boys do not enjoy their lot in life which is it's sad i feel bad for that it's very different (laughs) every single other orc can find contentness with their life yeah, they're all having a good time except for these guys. Mm-hmm. They're ostracized, constantly being watched, cannot fight or even go around fighting without risking a Ed bang or equally dangerous outcome. Mm. Sad. 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 <laughs> so sad. Sad. When it comes to battle, 
like a, a war campaign against some Imperium city. Let's just off the top of my head, Armageddon. Okay. <laughs> Uh-huh. Specific, oddly <laughs> yeah. specific. Uh, weird boys would normally flee from it in, instead of feeling the pain of the wah energy. Because apparently, if it, everything is building up in your head, that just probably makes for a bad headache. Yeah, yeah, it's like an actual pain. Yeah. So Minders uh, must drag them to the front lines <laughs> where they have no choice but to be a conduit for the wah power. Yeah. That sucks. Like, I just imagine them on chains. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If you've ever... Seen the weird boy model. He's literally on chains being dragged by a bunch of... Yeah, uh, that gods. must be why I'm thinking of that then. Yeah. Do you want to read IX? Okay. Weird boys are often seen holding onto copper staffs that they hope act as lightning rods, just like the ones under their houses. When the Minders bring them to the battlefront, they take away these staffs and wait for the weird boy to vomit forth destruction upon the enemies. <laughs> okay. So there is the chain yeah, on there. The, the Gretchen him. is holding it. Uh, if you look at this one too, on the back of the model, there's uh, oh yeah, yeah. Like this whole chain system. And like, yeah. and then you see there's that staff. Yeah. So those staffs would be made out of copper and it's supposed to be another like lightning mm-hmm. rod. Yeah. They'll yeah. just put that in the ground when their energy gets too much yeah. and then it'll disperse it into the ground, which yeah. is good. But in combat, their minders will remove their staff. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So they no longer have this safe output for their power. (laughs) Yeah. And they're just like, all right, fucking shoot your power <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific science very exact yeah uh so the vo- the weird boy will vomit forth destruction upon their energy they vomit out like wog energy just pure psychic power mm. yeah and and the destruction it can take many forms yeah. uh from actual psychic vomit <laughs> yeah. spewing from the mouth of the weird boy to a massive green fist or foot manifesting from the heavens to smash their foes to entire (laughs) squads of orcs being teleported in flashes of green across the battle. Wow. So, and, uh, like, I don't think it's random, but I think there's an essence of randomness to it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think they're ever intentionally being like, well, let's roll the dice and see what we get. Yeah. I think they're trying to manifest something. I just don't think it always happens how they want yeah i think that's i, th- I think there's probably always a lot of collateral damage yeah. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. absolutely <laughs> yeah. but it's worth it for an orc to be around it because they might get teleported that much closer to yeah. their enemy that right? they might even just see a cool light show or a good yeah. old ed bang a good old ed bang some yeah. orcs do find that <laughs> hilarious yeah, it's, it's worth it to be around them sometimes mm-hmm. while the standard experience of a weird boy is terrible life as long as as a living weapon, there are some clans or tribes that treat them differently. Some weird boys even have places of honor, as their insanity can be viewed as being touched by Gork and Mork. These weird boys are treated as shamans and prophets, and their words are heeded and followed as divine interpretations. The odd thing about this is, when I was reading it, it just seemed like those that follow these, like their words are insane, and they're not 
Like they don't make sense. Sure. So it it feels like when you follow it, it said like uh, to often disastrous results, which is like why would you, why would you do this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's because they really view it as a manifestation of Gork and Mork. And sure. the more I read, the more I believe that. Sure. Yeah. The more I believe that like this psychic field is like the power of Gork and Mork. It's uh, when when two are gathered, you know, my <coughs> presence and power is there, right? That's a, that a cult film? That's a very Christian uh, idea. It's like from the Bible. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it like it very so much not from community. No. Just, just making sure. No. But <laughs> it very much it very much <laughs> transfers over to this idea that the more orcs are in one place, the more power their gods are able to bestow upon them it's like a religious belief kind of yeah but it and it so it's crazy that these weird boys are actual conduits of a god's power yeah like librarians are not psychers are not conduits of a god's power they're just siphoning off energy that exists yeah but these guys are actually like yeah i don't know it just it seems very different they seem like they're in a different category than any other psyker yeah for sure yeah um yeah so some weird boys are even in places of honor. There are, we're going to talk about one famous weird boy who actually has his own log and stuff. So there are some that are actually treated really well, but yes. all in all, you don't want to be a weird boy. It's no. not a good life. Your head hurts all the time. People are dragging you around on chains. Yeah. You're constantly fun. trying to like uh, stave off Ed banging by making <laughs> sure your copper staff is always planted. Anytime things get a little out of yeah. hand, <laughs> you're trying to sneak around at night. You're just jingling around yeah. with your little bell. It's yeah. Rough. You can't fight like, you, <laughs> yeah, because you're, you it can't creates wh- too much like energy. Yeah. And- um, so with other weird boys, like there's a period in life where they're not weird boys. And then all of a sudden they just turn into a, or odd boy, sorry. They turn into an odd boy. So I'd imagine the same would be for weird boys because they are odd boys. Yeah. So for the first 10 years of a weird boy's life, they might be just like any other orc, shooting and looting, right? And then Going all of, fast, having a crumping good time. Exactly, having the time of your life. And then all of a sudden you can't do any of those things because when you do, your head will explode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Ugh, brutal. It's not ideal. No, no. no. So it's like you go from the happiest thing in the galaxy to just like, it's not. misery. <laughs> yeah. But I don't feel bad for a lot of things in 40K, but for but weird boys, for some reason, the weird boys <laughs> tugs at my heart. <laughs> so weird is Isn't that odd? It is odd. I don't get it. But like there are, I just want to be well. <laughs> <laughs> there are some weird boys that have accepted their lot in life. Yeah. And these are called warp heads. Yeah. So while most weird boys are not content, there are some that fully embrace it. This addictive, the addictive personality of orcs is exemplified in warpheads. Orcs that are willing to risk death by explosion just to shoot some energy off. <laughs> uh-huh. So warpheads want to feel the pressure and pain <laughs> buildup of wa energy as often as possible so they can release it in a satisfyingly <laughs> cathartic and catastrophically destructive blast. Apparently, like... Uh, I imagine it like popping a blister or peeling a scab, right? <laughs> like it's, it just, it well, might not, hurt. Not an orgasm. That's not. Well, is, are you pained normally by your orgasms, Mark? Yeah, blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> you got to release it. Specifically not an orgasm. Oh, yes. 
but the build up I'm talking yeah, yeah. about, he and then the release. Abstains from sex and then puts himself in scenarios where he wants it. I've been abstaining for thirty years, so when it does I have happen, yet to do it. it's gonna be fun. But yeah, they they want to feel that pressure build up in their head as often as possible, and I'm yeah. assuming they want to ride that line of like too much pressure versus the eyes death. are like literally bulging no, from it. Do you and know that's like, actually it's described as that when oh, really? when warpheads and even weird boys sometimes when they go into battle and the Watt energy overtakes them, their eyes pop out of like their skull and their arms start flailing wildly <laughs> and they can't control it. Oh my god. So like the picture in my head is just hilarious. Yeah, and they're literally just screaming vomit. (laughs) That's just gonna burn through you. Oh my god. (laughs) That's nice. But yeah, the the warpheads are trying to get that feeling as often as possible. And as 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 much as possible. So I feel like warpheads are constantly trying to ride the line of how much is too much energy before I ed bang. Yeah. And, like, you only ever know when you headbang. Right? <laughs> that was so, too much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh. So they often, f- warpheads often find themselves in groups of other orcs that also want to either witness this <laughs> or experience it for themselves. Very cool. Yeah. Especially because we know orcs are all latent psychers. They all have some psychic ability. And we know that orc psychic power channels from like one to another yeah it wouldn't be that far stretched to think like if an orc if a warped builds up sufficient energy and blasts it off that um satisfying cathartic feeling might even spread itself to those around just like how an ed bang sure. would spread itself to those around so sure it makes it worth being around those guys because <laughs> you get to experience some of that if you don't ed bang <laughs> There's always trade-offs in life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a calculated risk, but boy, are orcs bad at math. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you like that? Oh. Uh, these orcs chase after this feeling and have no problem putting themselves in the middle of battle, which is very different than regular weird boys. Yes. Um, to manipulate the energies given off by the wog, their wog comrades. That is the huge difference between weird boys and warpeds. Yeah. Warpeds love what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Poor little weird boys on chains. I can't go back to that. My heart breaks. <laughs> can't do it. So let's... Uh, honestly, that's kind of weird boys, warpeds, and wah energy. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. it's it's kind of very simple to understand. It is. Uh, it's not nearly as confusing as the hive mind. No. Or even just regular warp energy yeah. or demons. Like, yeah. I think this is very cut and dry yeah. in how it's presented to us, especially in eighth. Yeah. But so many people get it so wrong. So many people, yeah, have very large misconceptions about orcs. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, we're going to talk about one famous weird boy, and then we're going to get into some of these misconceptions. Mm. So the famous weird boy we chose to talk about is... Oh. Old Zogwart. Look at that pixelated... <laughs> picture no no it's not pixelated that's <laughs> no i'm a professional i get paid you to find that? these images <laughs> you drew that no no i just google image oh yeah yeah me too fine what is, is this picture better for you that is much better look at those snakes that's perfect zogwort yeah that is zogwort so the one on the left is actually um it's artwork from a card game oh i don't know which but one. it is games workshop Games Workshop authorized, yeah, yeah. yeah but it, it's not Games Workshop produced. Sure, but they're but yes. they licensed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Very cool. And the other one, the one on the right, is just the conversion. So, old Zogwart was born under a, an eclipsed moon into a, pot, a pit of blood vipers. 
Zogwart was Which are snakes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yes, sir. Vipers, yep. (laughs) Blood, yep. Uh, Zogwart was always destined for greatness. At some point in his life, he was old enough to bite the snake's back. Mm. And since then, he has never been bitten once. He he taught those snakes a lesson. (laughs) Yeah. You got him good. (laughs) So, uh, my brother Brandt. Uh, he, when we were younger, like baby, would constantly young, bite you. He would, yeah. <laughs> and my mom would be like, "Don't bite him. He's a baby. He's he's a delicate little boy." <laughs> and Brad just kept biting me and biting me. Uh, so eventually, my he mom knew you got. Were, he knew you were a contest for your parents' affection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't have this in the house. Yeah, he was trying to cannibalize me for sure. <laughs> he also tried to cut off my finger, and I still have a scar from it. So that was nice too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, my mom got so sick of. Brant biting me that my mom bit Brant. <laughs> that's a farm girl for you. Oh, yes. That's yeah. that's pig farmer life. Uh, and Brant never bit me again. So If it's a pig bite, bites the pig back. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. So old Zogwart learned this lesson, too. If snake bites you, you bite snake back. Yeah. Uh, apparently, also, and I have no idea how anyone would know this, but his blood is venomous. Mm. Like there's He's been bit so many yeah, times. Yeah, well, that. he also, like, in his robes, there's snakes constantly <laughs> underneath him and, like, around him. So he might just, like, lift his arm and snakes will just fall <laughs> from his sleeves. So. It's kind of his shtick now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. snakey boy. Are, I didn't do any research on blood vipers. They're not, like, a type of squig, right? They're no. actual, like... No, they're actual snakes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so when Zogwart's powers finally manifested in his adolescent life... He joined war boss Scabguts uh, and his feral orc tribe. So eventually, he turned Scabguts into a squig, naturally, uh, which is a favorite of Zogwart. Actually, he, <laughs> he like he squigs up people all the time. <laughs> um, he took over Scabguts' wall and he formed the first weird wall. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, many other weird boys even just would flock or attracted to this wog, hoping to join Zogwart and have places of authority in the wog because Zogwart replaced all the knobs with weird boys. So it's yeah. almost like a, hey, we belong here <laughs> type deal, right? Because sure, so, yeah. weird boys Now are, you don't have to feel so sad about it. Yes, exactly. Oh, Everyone just go yes. to Zogwart. Go to okay. him. I'm glad everyone has a place and a place for everyone. He's the weird boy <laughs> messiah. <laughs> join oh. me and drink my venomous blood. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like I like this character. You could really do like a cool army, like lots of weird boys. Oh, yeah, boys, lots of weird boys. Lots yeah. of uh, squigs. Like, yeah, absolutely, because he's turning all the knobs or war, old war bosses or anyone who challenges him yeah. just into squigs. Squig yeah, no, I, I like that. I like the things that really allow you to create narrative and thematic lists, yeah. and Zogward is the perfect example of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. How, how far in are we right now? Time-wise. Um, we are hour and five. All That's right. not bad. Okay, not bad. okay, okay. So let's get into uh, misconceptions. You, <laughs> you dumb, dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the biggest misconception all comes to how orc technology works. Yeah. Um, this has changed over the additions and also... Hmm. Um, I feel like people just make up stuff. They heard it once online and then they go from it, but they never, they never source where they heard it from. They're just, I heard this and you never can actually track down the false information. Yeah. 
I read it, it on it a doesn't forum. Exist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I read it from some book 30 years ago in a white dwarf that no longer exists. Something like that. You can never hunt down these misconceptions, and that's how I know they're not real because I've never been able to. I've never been able to find them. Um, but the big thing is like so. Orc technology. Lots of people think that orc technology doesn't actually work and it is all just this wog energy that makes it work that people keep quoting this one example of uh agmec priests opening up an orc power claw and then they're fidgeting around with it and they're like hey wait this isn't even connected to this how does this all work the power generator doesn't actually it's not plugged in how does any of this work I was never able to find where that's quoted from. Right, but people constantly reference it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another really big thing that people say, and this one did have a quote. I didn't get to read the book, um, but it's relatively new, the book. It's from the Beast Arises series, and it's that orc technology doesn't work unless an orc is using it. And the reference is from a new book, and it's... Uh, Vulcan or some yeah was it Vulcan no Vulcan taps into the wall that's okay yeah somebody tried to pick up an orc weapon and use it and it didn't work and so then everyone believes well they they say that they say hey like I couldn't make it work so it must mean Mm. that that orcs don't work yeah Yeah. every single piece of tech broken too exactly so there the way wog energy works too is we know that it does power things so maybe there's two sources of uh energy in the gun it has like double a batteries and once those run run out, it also gets powered by WOG energy. So if you replace those AA batteries, maybe the weapon would not work. The other thing is some weapons like the uh, shock, shock attack, attack gun, gun yep. uh, is specifically like functions by shooting a grot through the warp inside of somebody. So like obviously that won't work if just a standard Imperial citizen picks that up. Because none of them have the ability to tap into WOG energy. Exactly. It's no different than saying if somebody picks up a Grey Knight uh, nemesis, nemesis weapon. weapon. It won't oh, work. It doesn't work. It's like, well, no, you just aren't qualified to use it. Exactly. That's why it doesn't work. Yes, the weapon isn't attuned to you. You don't have the proper like yeah. certificates. Christian hasn't trained you. <laughs> Christian hasn't <laughs> given that. So, um, yeah. So that was the only recent example of it, and sadly, I wasn't able to find it in the book to see what type of weapon they actually picked up because that could make a huge difference yeah. if they picked up a shooter or if they picked up. A shock attack gun. Yeah. Like, um, is your choppa not working for an Imperial Guardsman? Like, doesn't uh, Yarick, doesn't he have a power claw on his hand? Exactly. Doesn't he have an orc power claw? Exactly. Yeah. That works. That yeah. he took off an orc and it works. Yeah. Orc technology, it works. Unless it doesn't, the, in that case, it's broken. Okay. Like, another thing people need to understand when we read about mech boys, they're yeah. constantly described as being geniuses, master engineers. Yeah. People who can create something that works brilliantly out of nothing. Exactly. And you give a mech boy a littered battlefield and they'll give you a Gorkonaut. Yeah. Right? A functioning Gorkonaut. So the. Like the idea that orcs are idiots and they're not capable of building technology and, and that their doesn't, technology only works because they yeah, believe it doesn't it works. ride. We know yeah. that they actually are smart and good with technology. Yeah. Um, some other examples are um, orcs will con- or mech boys will constantly test their equipment. Mm-hmm. If it just worked, if they believed it worked, wouldn't it just work? There'd be no need for testing. Yeah, absolutely. You just say, well, everything works. Yeah, I, I slapped on this. Uh, I slapped on the gubbins and now it works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Could it be that uh, um, WA energy sort of enhances yes. the, the technology? The use of it, yeah. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it is. So, like, WOG energy will make 
a gun shoot faster, but the gun still has to shoot. Yeah, it, it has to follow has the to... basic principles of a gun. Exactly. But the wog energy will make it shoot faster. It will make explosions a little more explosive, but there still has to be that explosive compound first. Yeah. It doesn't just... It's not just magic. Exactly. Yeah. They're not just throwing a tin can and it explodes. <laughs> exactly, yeah, because yeah. they believe yeah. that it, it explodes. It's a grenade, yeah. No. Yeah, because then, yeah, exactly. Then why have technology at all? Yeah. Why exactly. not just use you, you're picking up inanimate and, objects and, yeah. and use rocks, <laughs> <Yeah>. grenades? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's not how orc technology works. Or a tree branch. They're shooting, <laughs> they're shooting like mowing down people. <laughs> well, funny and I enjoy the visual image. You dumb bitch. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure we just went over it. That's how that works. <laughs> um, another interesting thing too is like uh, when it comes to orc aircrafts, um, they're very well designed. Like there's examples of uh, like only the best uh, mechanics, mech boys can actually make aircraft because it's super hard to make something fly. So that's just another example of you actually have to have a skilled mech boy who knows yeah, they know, understand the, the principles. principles of aerodynamic. Yeah. And even when you look at the orc models, they're the only ones in the entire Games Workshop model line that actually look like they could fly. Yeah. Like yeah. they actually are look like planes, planes where yeah. when you look at a space marine one, it's a fucking flying brick. Yeah. Like it only works because they have so, such big engines on it. Well, and they make uh don't they make uh spaceships too and stuff? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah so yeah, like yeah. all of their technology actually works. Wog energy will just make it work better. Yeah. It enhances its ability, but it cannot compensate for an impot or it does not compensate for an impossibility. Yeah. I, I got to drop in this funny anecdote I saw earlier when I was uh, researching this episode today in uh, Battlefleet Gothic. Um, is that how, that's yep. what it's called, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've played it, I should know, but um, <laughs> they will put a uh, weird boy on the end of a lance. And uh-huh. <laughs> in fucking space uh-huh. to shoot him at other, at other ships, yes. Because uh-huh. <laughs> yes. of the water. Yeah, yes, because of the water. That's why. So the lad still works, but when you, it really works when you put a weird boy on. That's, that's classic. Jeez. He's oh. just out in space. Ah! <laughs> he just died to this fucking land. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, I gotta find this funny image now. Um, I hope I hope it's there. I just read about it. I I didn't see an image, but but I hope it's a thing. Yeah, this is like the big probably. If there was ever a, a point for you to dissent with us on this, it, it's this. Like, we don't believe that orc technology doesn't work. Like, we're fully invested in like the. Orc technology works. Wa energy just slightly enhances it. Yeah. That's why red ones go slightly faster. Yeah. But the car still has to work. Yeah. Right? So yeah. the, the your choppa is especially sharp, but it still needs to be a choppa. Yeah. Right? Like a, a, a tree branch could never function like a knife. Yeah. Right? So. Um, yeah. And like technology. <laughs> yeah. Well. Their, their, their weapons and war gear do break down and then have to be repaired. Absolutely. They it's, have to take them to mech boys exactly. to repair them. Exactly. And they, they don't pay just, them for it. Yeah. They don't just believe that now their gun's not broken anymore. They actually yeah. go in. And they don't just believe their gun is broken. They're in the middle of a fight and their gun literally explodes in their hand. And they're like, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah. But so, there is but there is some interesting like uh the uh is it the Gorkonaut? Yeah. The, the uh that it is also powered. I think we just we yeah. just said in this episode that it is also powered by essentially Waga energy yeah. or Gorgon Morphin. I think that's uh, yeah. Well, I, I can understand it different? as being like a fuel source. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, you could, you could that's... use it as a fuel source, but okay. to say that it's like you could just hypothetically hook up another fuel source. It doesn't have yeah. to be water. Yeah. yeah. It, Interesting. It also helps the fact that these are religious places for gods to inhabit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. So, so that's so a little it, bit different than just the psychic uh, energy. Yeah. It's yeah, almost right. it, it's a it's almost a possession. At yeah, that yeah. Right. Right. So yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So. If you disagree with us, that's fine. I, I strongly encourage you to read the 8th edition Codex for Orcs. Because when you read that, like, we skim the whole yeah. things. We skim so Especially many, go for mech boys. Yeah, like, it's very clear when you read the 8th edition core rulebook. And me and Eric, we've talked about this before. We prefer, prefer Codex lore over novel lore. Over anecdotal evidence. Yeah. A one-time... Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially with 40K where it's constantly changing and evolving and, and stuff. And there's 30 different authors writing from different yeah. perspectives. You, you kind of got to use the codexes and the most recent codex as your baseline. And, and then you go from there. are going to be exceptions and might not even be canon. Like they say everything is canon, not everything is true, which is a way to cover their ass when authors fuck something up. But novels, they're not necessarily true. They are canon but they're not necessarily true. Where codexes, I believe, are actually the way the universe works. Um, yeah, it's, it's a much more concrete understanding of it, fundamental things within the universe. Exactly. It's probably a good rule of thumb to just go off the codex rather than... Yeah. Novels are great in stuff. Yeah. But Especially if you want character pieces. Novels exactly. are greater for character, understanding how a person would react, but for understanding like rules and laws. I, th- yeah. I think, too, there's a lot of just uh, one-off lines in novels. Yeah, yeah. That, like, people you have, you have, you, you have to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. One-off yeah. off sentence can change the entire galaxy. Right. <laughs> Don't get me started on the Silent King's representation on ball and how oh. people lose their minds over the things he said and then when yeah. i read it i don't get anything that those people say and it means something very different to me yeah so well i think a big problem too is lots of people don't actually read source material they go on reddit and they think that's what's happening so they sure. just feed off of somebody even lexicanum you still you also can't trust lexicanum yeah, as sure. proof no multiple times we've been bombot Bombard goes to bot and explodes. booms. And it booms. <laughs> Only yes. grenade destroy Bombard. Exactly. It, it's not always reliable. Right. Yes. Um, but I, I feel like if you have the most recent edition of a codex, you can trust that. That's the way in this edition orcs yeah. are working. And then you need to take that and fold it into your perspective of all of 40K yeah. and, and understand how things might interact. And this is a perfect tie into our next thing. Oh, it's Gorgon Mort. Wait. Oh. Sorry. We can go into it. No, no, do what you need to do. Well, so there's some big things that people think WOG Energy is capable of doing that I don't think it's capable of doing. The biggest one, and I think, I don't know if this is more of a joke or a meme or if some people actually believe it, but the biggest one is like the only reason the God Emperor is alive because the orcs believe he's alive because (laughs) they hear that the God Emperor is alive and therefore it's this eternal loop of... Because the orcs believe it's a sure. Thing. I think it, is that more just a fan theory? I though? think it's a, an orc yeah. meme. Yeah, like if like you're an orc player, you want to feel relevant. Okay. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, the only reason your damn god emperor is alive is because we believe it. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm I sure, hope it's a meme. I pray it's a meme. I, I'm sure 99 percent of the time it is a meme. 
But I'm sure some people actually think that that's how WOG energy works, and it's not. Um, Not even a little bit. It doesn't. You can't just believe that a planet is no longer in existence, and then therefore it's no longer in existence. Like, there is a limit to how far the WOG energy takes us. And, like, if you would put numbers on stuff, so a gun shoots nine bullets in one second with WOG energy, now it shoots ten bullets in one second. It's not this huge fucking... They believe that now or or purple orcs don't exist and now they don't exist. Like no purple orcs exist. Like oh well, sure with enough paint. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's sort of like it's almost like the the orc how orcs work gets like wrapped up in uh, like like sort of positive psychology. You know, or if you just say it and believe it, it becomes true. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. You're just constantly yeah, well, creating tulpas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Name it and claim it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Name yeah. it and claim it. Yeah, yeah. That that's not it. Whatever you're doing has to is also exist within the realm of reality. Yeah. So, the yeah. and the emperor thing is such a joke. Oh yeah, and I'm sure most people take it as a joke. Yeah. But the takeaway is, orc technology does work. Yes, it, and it's it, even good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that's when it's a not perfect. Breaking uh, down. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. That's the yeah. orc exploding uh, in the your hands. Exploding. Yeah. yeah. Like, orcs work pretty good, too, when their heads aren't exploding, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then chaining and blowing up everyone else's heads. I can verify that. (laughs) I can confirm. Can confirm? Not a great time. Yeah. (laughs) So, having said all that, like, that's... Go read the 8th edition codex. It makes it very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like in this edition, Gork and Mork are very clear that they're actual gods. And, yeah, this is so crazy. We talked about it earlier, obviously, but... Yeah, it's no longer speculated of whether or not they're real and what they're, like, what they would be like and what they would do. They're very much beings with personalities and goals and desires. Yeah. So that is a huge shift from my personal understanding of how orcs interacted, not only with each other, but also with their view of the galaxy at, at large yeah so yeah it's very different when you actually have an actual god directing you <laughs> yeah versus when you're just doing it for a good time because it's in your dna so i know your answer um yeah. what about you two do you enjoy that they're actual warp entities more or do you kind of like the the mystery we don't know maybe they're the original two orcs what do you guys kind of prefer yeah i don't know if they there's always something to having a little like mythology and uh, leaving things unexplained. Sure, that is uh, that I kind of like in in a lot of um, lore, but I don't hate it. I don't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. I think it adds a huge dynamic. I, how, how much it just adds to the whole like what orcs are actually doing now. Now we can see that there is some sort of direction. Yeah, now. it does leave a little less to interpretation yeah. too. I think so, because before before it was kind of just like my understanding was that orcs were just like a raging orgy of violence, and they just kind of they don't really have they just want to fight. Yeah, they, they yeah. don't really have a objective or or a goal. Yeah. I think this makes them a, a little. It just makes them better. Yeah, it just I makes agree. it better that they're just not a 
chaotic. They're so much scarier now. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> I'm like, way more terrified it's of like, the Green Tide. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh shit, so like, what are they actually doing here? Like, what's the plan? They've like, created gods that the other gods can't even touch. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's fucked. Yeah, no, it's, it's. I think it, for that, it, it adds a lot. I agree. For me, anyways. Yeah. Just for story. But as Jordan said, like, I hope they don't explain everything or they leave it unexplained for a long time because yeah. that just adds, because then we can just sit here and speculate forever. Yeah. And that's fun, right? Yeah. So, um, and then we didn't ask the same question for orc technology because at one point orc technology, it kind of did just work at orc technology or orc and wog energy and all that kind of stuff has made a change um, over the additions. So do, do you guys like it kind of more where when orcs believe their gun works, it works? Or do you like that it's actually based in science and orc technology works because it works and then it just gets better? Yeah, I, I personally like in any kind of uh, <clears throat> fictional universe when the rules are clearly defined. Yeah. And when you have something like that, you it, it makes it too too easy to just make up whatever you want yeah. to do, you know. So yeah. I think with, with that, having like wah energy just is an augmentation to what they already yeah. uh, have. It, it makes the rules a little more clearly defined in, yeah. in terms of the lore. I was listening to a podcast the other day and uh, it was... Um, Whoever wrote Ender's Game, Orson Scott Card. Yeah, I'm literally reading that right now. You're gonna read all of them? I I, well, I'm just getting through. I'm more than halfway through the first book. (sighs) Children of the Mind, man. What a mind fuck. Is it? Okay. (laughs) Holy shit. Which one is that? Uh, It's It's like four or something. Oh, really? It blew my mind when okay. I read. I couldn't even try and conceptualize I feel what was it, happening. It's like good, but I feel like I'm not really in the meat of it yet. Ender's Game yeah. is a very different book from the rest of the series. Oh, Ender's okay. Game is much more aimed at like a, a simpler reading level. Yeah, yeah. Children of the Mind. Oh, really? Like, okay. I, I can't. There is some like interesting stuff with his uh, with his siblings and it's, stuff. It's very psychological. Yeah, yeah. Ender's yeah, Game is, yeah. and Children of the Mind is much more like. Uh, transcendental oh, okay. understanding like things beyond reality oh, okay. whereas Interesting. Ender's Game is much more believable in yeah. its essence with with Speaker for the Dead oh. which is the next it's so good yeah. it's the one after Ender's Game it's okay. so, it, it is the bridge for, for the rest for of the rest because okay. uh, the rest of the series is so different once once like the end of uh, Speaker for the Dead when once you start understanding how all of the cards are falling into place you're like whoa you yeah. get like mind blown what's the one with Bean <laughs> That's the first one. Bean. No, no, no. Beans no, no. and other ones too. No, that's a spinoff. I think. Is it okay? Because yeah, yeah. even that one is really yeah. good. Is it? Okay. I haven't. I haven't read it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, Peter. <laughs> Peter absolutely loves that series. He's oh, the one he? who got okay. me into it. Yeah. And Mark's like, I have no idea what you. That guys never are read it. No, I've, that, I've heard uh, like I've Ender's Game is one of the greatest sci-fi. <laughs> Written by a Mormon. Oh, is is Card a Mormon? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Re- well, he's written a ton of stuff. Yeah, not just he has a lot. Ender. He yeah. loves sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's written some fantasy stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't read that stuff. But, but anyways, so anyway. the point of what I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it ties into what you said, Jordan, about um, how you like uh, like things to be established. So you like a clear line of yeah, how rules. magic works. Or so lived, or, he was yeah. talking about yeah, uh, just in universe rules, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about how 
this has been a huge shift in how fantasy is written recently because fantasy has become super popular recently. Okay. So a lot of sci-fi writers are now writing fantasy. And in sci-fi, you actually have to explain how stuff works. Yeah. It's not like Harry Potter where every fucking movie, <laughs> they make up some goddamn new spell. That you've that never just, seen before yeah, that exactly. for some reason, why hasn't it been used in everything previous? Yeah, I'm actually, <laughs> on that, on that note, I'm actually <laughs> on, I'm on the, the sixth book of Harry Potter. And I like the writing style and sure. the characters and stuff. It's sure. fun. But there is a lot of just like magic explains everything. Doesn't yeah, matter. You can do anything. Harry Potter yeah. is built for an audience that is willing to suspend spend all right, right. And, and that's fine you're just in it for the magic yeah, of yeah. yeah. that's yes. fine it, like which it is yes yeah. there's if nothing wrong with view it through pop. that lens yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's a very good story yeah, yeah. sure and well written i think if yeah. you exclude all that crap she's added in the plus <laughs> yeah certain plot things yes yeah but yeah. yeah so he he was talking about how a lot of science fiction writers are now writing fantasy and they take that science fiction mindset of mm. taking established things and actually making a world that has rules and laws and yeah. now they're writing fantasy universes where magic systems God. actually have a limit and brandon I, I, sanderson yeah, like yeah, he yeah. has very Phenomenal. well developed, yeah, yeah. developed uh, real magic. time. Yeah. So it was very interesting to hear that because I also appreciate where there is uh, upper limit to magic. You know what magic's capable of. It's not just a solve all. Yeah, I yeah. think that just adds credence to the whole setting. Yeah. So for me personally, I I do like. I th- I will say the only the only thing I would say against making it too raw like uh, lord of the rings for example is very like steeped in mythology hmm. right and so there is like a lot that's not really explained in the in sort of the mechanisms of how the magic actually works in lord sure. of the rings uh, so especially the magic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it, it's it, it's very it, yeah. like it just because of who uh tolkien was like he was uh he taught he was a professor of like mythology basically right and so you can kind of see he's making a sort of mythological world and not necessarily intending to explain things to you. Yeah. But I, you can do it both ways, but I agree that the, it, it can become in a lot like Harry I, Potter. It becomes, I think uh, the perspective of Harry uh, of Lord of the Rings though is very different because the main characters, Aragorn isn't using magic, right? The hobbits right. aren't using magic. They're existing in the world where magic happens around them. Right. And I think yeah. that's, what's nice about it is However, they the, don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. So it never needs to be explained yeah. to that's you. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. Gandalf is always that mythical yeah. character who's never understood. Guide, yeah. He's raised from the dead. No one can explain. Yeah, yeah. He tries to explain it and he has to speak in riddles yeah, so you yeah. understand because yeah. you wouldn't. So I think that's a perspective. In Harry Potter, Harry's actually doing the magic. Right. Everyone's involved in yes, the magic. Where, yeah. and in 40K, uh, librarians are actually wielding psychic power. <laughs> right. So there has to be some explanation yeah, yeah. on some level there. Yeah. And then you have things like Lord of the Rings where magic is happening to you and around <laughs> you. Yeah. And it's very different. Like you yeah. don't need to explain why Shelob is so big because Shelob happened to you. You didn't create Shelob. You weren't <laughs> there. Right. So, so it before we get in this, he does actually open it up a little bit to understand those systems and how they work in the Similarion and, and all that stuff. Yes. But yeah, I've read some of his other yeah, stuff. Yeah. Man. It's it it is like but for its purpose in the book series, it was never meant to to uh to to be explained. But then yeah. it's never overused and it's never used as yeah. a yeah, hey, yeah. like all of a sudden like oh just, yeah, so this whole time we could have just teleported to Mount Doom. <laughs> sure, sure. Well we could have used eagles. Or eagles, yeah. right. Well, <laughs> There's a reason why they don't though. Yeah. There's definitely a decent reason. <laughs> The eagles don't involve themselves in the affair of mortals. The king of eagles. What a great 
Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it's not just plot armor, basically. Yeah, no. Just yeah. Um, we never heard your answer. Do you like technology? So I actually kind of think it's funner that it just their intention makes it work. Sure, it definitely <laughs> I think it's is a lot funner. Fun. Yeah. It, it is. It is uh, again just a branch as a gun as a shooter. Sure, right. Sure. <laughs> or maybe uh, they run. Maybe they ride a rock and it's like. <laughs> well, I told I this. I told this one joke. Um, I told they paint it red. And it yes. goes <laughs> I told a joke on the podcast. Would have been episodes ago. It was about orcs and about how like these guardsmen or space marines were fighting them and they just couldn't win and they're like throwing everything they had. Oh yeah, and these I remember orcs that. were just going tank, 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 tank. and they just thought they were a tank, so they were impervious to damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So. Like that's that's kind of like the the joke side yeah. of it, yeah, yeah. but that is way more it, fun. It, it's way more fun, but sure. it's yeah. it's definitely cooler as a, just an augmentation. Yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it, it just, suits 40k a lot yeah. more, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. You can't just have because then again they'd just be unstoppable. Then. Yeah, everything's yeah, a it, nuke. Everything's a, a giant robot. Everything's a plane. All it, all boys believe they're the best. Yeah, and exactly. Therefore, they'll never die. Uh, yeah, and yeah. You but, can't do nothing yeah. against them. So there, there has to be a limit yeah. to something. Exactly. Yeah. Other than Gork and Mork, they can be limitless. Apparently. Because they don't exist in reality. <laughs> so let's talk about Gork and Mork. Being real. What, what, about, what else about them would you like to talk about? Well, I like the fact that they're established real, um, not only with Gazkul sure. on his ship, but also... Imperial astropaths have also had visions of these gods. <laughs> and that, like, you could, I think you can pass off a lot of things, like when orcs experience them. You could say, yeah. like, oh, like, Unreliable it's just a trauma. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, is this really head real? Trauma. Because an, an orc is telling me it. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was a planet that a weird wog actually was going to assault. Yeah. Um, and the astropaths on this planet had visions for months of Mork. Mm-hmm. sneezing onto this planet and <laughs> blowing everything away and then eventually the weird wall shows up and huh. just like messed up that entire planet crazy but it shows to me like if imperial people are starting to show manifestations of mork and go crazy from visions of him it yeah. just adds credence to the fact that these gods are very real yeah like, you can't just say like oh it was just gaz cool thraka messing with people like making them say stuff or whatever because yeah. he's insane. But I truly like the fact that they're real. I like the fact that they're here. And I like the fact that other races have been shown their power. Yeah. yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Corn doesn't <laughs> yeah. show himself. Slanesh doesn't like manifest in Imperial like dreams. And yeah. So I like it. I'm very yeah, happy. It's usually for like it. they're they're demons at will more so than the Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nurgle isn't talking to you personally. No, no. Yeah, no, I, I like it. It's 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 crazy. Um so so if other races can definitely experience Gorkamork then. So we kind of talked about it. Could other races then help contribute power to Gorkamork, do you think? We talked about the flip side of it if orcs could contribute to other gods, but can other people contribute to orc gods? Hmm. Could they become a part of a wog even? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, orcs, they do sometimes like take slaves and stuff and like create like actual empires. And yeah, whatever. they can create civilizations yeah. and yeah. everything. So yeah, right. so maybe like orcs are or some human slaves are actually willing to like join the orcs and like I, I don't fight know. with them. Yeah, yeah maybe mm-hmm. 
Like they wouldn't contribute to Wog energy necessarily, but to Gork and Mork and the Warp, possibly. Hmm. Yes, no, yes, no, yes. I don't know. I don't think orcs. Well, orcs are kind of racist, aren't they? Like, don't they believe <laughs> that they are the pinnacle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're definitely. I'm yeah, guessing yeah. like every every uh, tau don't. Yeah. Except for, yeah, except for the tau. Yeah, I, every... I'm I'm definitely a racist. Like, I don't like Eldar. I don't like tau. I like humans. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think every race is racist. Yeah, but I think there's like an aspect of like Gork and Mork kind of represent Orc. Yeah. Right. So would Gork and Mork even allow a paltry weak Yumi? Sure. To give him power. Sure. Mm. Yeah, that might. Mm, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. 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 Like, that's are you okay. even worthy of being in my presence? Yeah, that line alone definitely. And okay. they're not. Yeah, and they're not like the other gods in there who will just take Cor- from any blood. Yeah, where yeah. the blood flows yeah. from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All okay. life goes to Nurgle yeah. or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think you could make a. I could see one for either. Sure. Um, but I think I'd probably lean to the fact that Gork and Mork are like, no, nah, like my powers for the orcs. I don't split it off. I don't do yeah. other things. I specifically am here for the orcs and the orcs are here for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, I think agree. that's probably what I'd go to. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, is that enough about orcs? I think I, I got all my uh, 47 grievances out. Nice. <laughs> uh, we can change the you dumb, dumb bitch slide now. Yeah, go I don't it. have another one for when we're talking about the ninth edition release. Oh, okay. So. Maybe I'll so, just keep that up. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's talk about 9th edition. So on uh, Saturday, yeah. last Saturday or whatever, they showed new trailers. They announced 9th. Um, we saw lots of new models, all that Necron Imperial stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mark, what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty neat. What do you think, Eric? It's pretty fucking neat. Skylar? It's pretty fucking neat. Jordan? It's neat. Cool. So <laughs> Patreon... Let's go right into Patreon and talk about how uh, uh, all these... Wow, we have a lot of new patrons. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, actually. everyone, for uh, helping us out and uh, su- subscribing, supporting us. Um, you guys are awesome. Hopefully, you guys are loving the video content that we're releasing on yeah. Patreon for you guys. How does that work? To, is there like a, a special link in there, or how's that all? Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. If you are... Uh, uh, if you are in a tier above yep. the first tier, you have access to a video nice. that you can watch this podcast on. Yeah. Oh, that's so, really cool. yeah, we have four different tiers. So you can do $1 and you don't get... Well, no, you get some benefits. You can, like, join our pa- or our Discord contests and stuff. Yeah. $2, you get access to videos, Patreon con- or Discord content. Yeah. Um, and we're working on benefits for our other tiers yeah. right now. But this is the first of our... Big oh, plans. Nice. Yeah, big as, things. As we say. <laughs> and it, the more you guys are supported, the better things you could give back and, to. Oh, and the everyone. more we can do, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, yeah. we are getting really close to... Making some serious big moves. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're just awesome. waiting, so... Movers and shakers. Yeah. 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 We're almost at the point where we can declare ourselves uh, influencers. <laughs> I, I heard wow. the official number for an influencer on Instagram was 6,000. Oh, perfect. And we're at like 14. Oh, really? So I don't know. If we can, I just heard from an influencer that <laughs> yeah, had yeah. 6,000 that that is. Who like, only had 6,000 followers. Yeah, though, so. <laughs> but apparently you just have to put influencer in your Instagram bio and uh, all of a sudden you are an, influence. an influencer. And just sell like. Uh, um, Some spandex uh, booty brand pants. Uh, or or just, a, yeah. just scam coaching or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you like love yeah. coaching or relationship? <laughs> we'll, do lore, we'll do lore coaching. We'll help you build your lore. 
Don't be an idiot. Uh, Make your orcs technology work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's I'm I'm gonna list off all our our patrons. Doesn't influence things like the wah though. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wah energy. <laughs> that's where what, it's at. What a tie If you want to be an influence, <laughs> for for uh, R there, I ran it through Google Translate. Did you care. really? I did. Yeah. So if you want to say, his I name, would absolutely love that. You can do or it. I can try to do it. It's all right. Not I, easy. I'll start it off though. So yep. thank you to Redeemable Grace. Thank you to B, Chamber 96, Victor, Dakota, Aaron, Mark's Nips. Ooh. You miss Charles. Oh, I miss Charles? Yeah. Oh, Charles. I'm so sorry. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Charles. Yeah. Adam, Adam, <laughs> Alex, Sebastian, Utah Hawks, Chandler, James, Alex, Lewis. And then there's our one Russian, Russian friend. I'm, I'm our Russian friend, Dan. Daniel Alexandrovic Asipov. Wow, I'm impressed. I, I, I'm really sorry if I butchered that, my dude. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Timbervarger, Jordan. Timbervarger. <laughs> Timbervarger. Uh, Philip Bearded Geek. Richard Nixon. <laughs> uh, Albeco, Thomas, Ryan, Connor, Johnny, Connor, DK, Jonathan, Derek, Tim, Adam again, Joshua, Stephen, Matthew, Joshua, Khalil, Christopher, Johnny, Elling, Drew, Matthew, Ethan, Vaco1337, Amrit, Benjamin, Mark, Ben, Illuminor Squishy, mm. Daniel, Captain Vampire, <laughs> VGV7. Does that stand for something? Do you I don't know. Okay. Very I really hate good how you said vagina. Daniel, by the what? way. Daniel, <laughs> Nash, Derek. It's a weird thing to hate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this weird, like, influx in, in his voice. It was just, it got, like, real soft and, like, almost, and almost sultry. It was, like, very disturbing. Daniel. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Nash, Derek, Doug, Jesse, Nordic Paladin. That's my guy. <laughs> David, and then Charles again. Yeah. Thank you so much, everyone. Wow, honestly. That's, and that's not even people who have increased their uh, subscription to us. Yeah. Anyone um, who's like bumped yourself up. Like, we appreciate thank you so that. much. Thank you so much. We appreciate what you're doing. Obviously, we hope you appreciate what we're doing and we're, and we're grateful. Yeah, no, honestly, like it's, For it's crazy. We never thought we would get. I remember in the very first episodes, we're like, "Oh yeah, if we had a hundred people listening, I've said that before. It's like, yeah. yeah, that would be fucking crazy." Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, it's just, now awesome. it's over a hundred fifty thousand yeah. people a month. Like, yeah, and I, I still message me. I still try to message everyone back who actually takes the time to message me. Um, that that's what I enjoy out of Lorehammer. Like, yeah. sure, the money is awesome, but like, I've made some really good friendships out of through Lorehammer. So, that's still my highlight. Me. Am I, I don't a friend know if you've our, gained through I don't lore? know if our friendship's been helped or hindered through Lorehammer. <laughs> Depends on the episode, I suppose. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we got one more shout-out here. Space Surgeon, you son of a bitch, you know what you did to me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me nervous. <laughs> what did he do? He knows what he did to oh, me. God. You know what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> you know why you hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah well that's our episode go check out a patreon um yeah so you can watch out. this yeah mm-hmm. well, it's, yeah you should watch it instead of listen because watching is so much more enjoyable and we're better looking than joe rogan 
Yeah, well, we, we get a lot of uh, Jordan comments. is for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah we get a lot of comments is. like, "Oh, you guys weren't what I expected." What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? What exactly does that mean? What did you expect? <laughs> okay, tell. Me, I had an experience when I was really young, and tell me if you guys have experienced a- ever did it anything involve an like uncle? this. I don't. Know it didn't, but I'm it didn't qualify. It to... did involve an older man. Oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> tell me if you guys have ever gone through this as well. That's what I'm trying to say here. So I remember very young, uh, and where we grew up, there were there's hockey rinks everywhere outside. Call them ODRs, outdoor rinks. Um, and so we would go play like pickup hockey on these rinks all the time in winter. It's like all you would do: you'd bring your skates and your stick there, and you'd shoot around the puck. Anyways, one guy was there, and I remember, and he was wearing a toque the entire time. And I swear to God, this is like over 20 years ago. He's wearing a toque the entire time, and he pulls it off, and he was bald. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I had like a slight crisis because I was like, oh, I did not know he was bald <laughs> and I didn't picture him bald. Oh, and no. now everything about this man that I thought I knew <laughs> is wrong and I've been betrayed. <laughs> and I honestly. No, no, no. You were red pilled. <laughs> I, I honestly had red-pilled. like a, I had a moment oh, no. where I was like, I had to like reconcile the fact yeah. that it didn't matter. The reality had flipped on its head. Yeah. <laughs> Has that ever happened? Like, I'm assuming that's what happening to these people is yeah. they're seeing us and they're like, oh my God, I'm dizzy. <laughs> I'm going to pop. No, another what? Matrix reference. He's going to pop. He's, Neo throws up. Anyways, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's what people feel ah. when they see us and they're like, oh my <clears throat> God, it's wrong. And they, uh, or Altered Carbon. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. When both. he's trying to accept his new reality and yeah. he like his brain has a chance of exploding or yeah, whatever yeah. because Ooh. his face is different than what he is. It's like that. Are you guys' faces going to explode <laughs> when you see us? Classic Ed Bang. Ed Bang. Yeah. Ed Bang. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, no, I, it's definitely. <laughs> I've never been betrayed by a bald man before. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, I'll yeah. I'll listen to someone forever, and then I'll finally see a picture of them, and I'll be just like, "That is not what I pictured." I don't know what I pictured, but that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah, but that it got me good, and hopefully, we don't get you guys that good because <laughs> I had a crisis at the tender age of like seven or eight or something. <laughs> My entire reality was shattered. Clearly, like fucking 15 years I, later. And 20 still, years. 20 years later, you're still off on it. I know. I still remember that feeling very clearly. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I don't need therapy, I promise. <laughs> I swear. Uh, uh, okay. Anyways. Thanks for joining the episode. That was a good episode. It yeah. was. Thank you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Thank you, Skylar. Thank you. And, uh, Thank, Thank you, Mark. you to Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you to our listeners. Peace. The listeners. And I guess Peace we'll out. see you guys on our next episode. On the flippity flop. Flippity flippity At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.